Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Um, yeah, it's a morning. It's better than yesterday. Oh boy, we got a lot to say today. <sighs> better than yesterday? What happened yesterday? I don't Great day. <laughs> Hannah not here today. Oh. Which, I'm not sure if it's good or bad. So how is that better than yesterday? No, today is better than yesterday because yesterday was atrocious. I know the heat loss. <laughs> I think you got to start it early. We got to at least keep it off cuff because if we get too serious, we're going to lose sight of what we are, which is Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145. It is Thursday, January 7th, 2021. So much for things getting better. <sighs> Can't wait till 2022, Frank. <laughs> I deserve one for that. Come on. Come on. Thank you. We're not going to have a lot of laughs today, so you got to go with me on this. So we have 358 days left. Oof. Four dead. Mob storms the Capitol. I'm floored. I can't believe the pictures and the images that I saw last night. Like, I really can't. Hung out with a neighbor of mine. He's um, always inviting me over to, to hang out for a little bit. I always tell him no. I had some time yesterday. I decided to tell him yes, of course. That's the topic of the conversation. <laughs> I told him, like, never in, my, never in my wildest dreams would I ever imagine even attempting to do what they're doing. For what? Why? So, I, like, if there's a, there's a fence, some sort of, of, you know, line of you can't cross here, like, I don't think I would get within 20 feet of the fence that divides. Like, I, I don't understand how that's good. But what you're missing here, Frank, is the notion that officials did nothing to stop or prevent it. And in fact, there's some reports that they just basically let them in. Well, that's going into investigation. I was actually going to bring that up now because they were wondering how was it that they got in like how they did. And I understand it was a mob and stuff like that, but that's the Capitol building. There's supposed to be like some sort of a better, the best security in the, in the nation pretty much there and in the White House, right? So they say. But the problem is, is when you wake up in the morning and this idiot is on a pulpit talking the, sen the nonsense that he's made himself believe. For all the political correctness, Frank, that I've ever carried from going with my instincts from day one about this guy. Right, So I'm not going to make this a Trump rail session, but I'll keep it as real as I possibly can. Um, it was 1991, and I didn't like Donald Trump. I've always said that. I think he's an idiot. So I've disliked him for 30 years. Um, the amount of money in the bank does not gauge your intelligence, your success level, or for that matter, whether or not you're just a good person or a bad person. None of that plays. Those, those are not meters that judge the things I just said. So you can't preclude him from being a jackass because that's all he knows what to do. And then he runs for president. And the Republican Party, after he shrivels it, because what happened in that election is a bunch of people who were up and coming in that party became nothing thanks to this guy because the media allowed it, because the party allowed it. And instead of scoffing at him, they rode the train because, you know, money is the numbers and power and all this nonsense. And they put him in charge. 
And he started sticking his foot in his mouth from day one. And everybody complained and bitched and moaned, but nobody did anything about it. I want a president that speaks the truth so that four years minus two weeks of his presidency, he stands on a pulpit and tells people they got to charge this, charge the Capitol, and then it happens. Here's what needs to happen, guys. This is a very simple topic so that we don't go crazy talking about this. So Donald Trump, Donald Trump needs to be arrested today. So before I have theories and stuff. Well, well, but I'll let you go in a second. And if you tell me it's impossible because he's a sitting president, then you invoke the 25th Amendment, and you're like, oh, the 25th Amendment is akin to an eviction notice. Get him out. He has to go. I don't care. Tomorrow, it's not about suspending his Twitter account. You see what he says? There will be a peaceful transition. You're damn right be a peaceful transition. Or I'm going to put my foot up your ass. And I don't care what 45th president of the United States you are. You're a mockery. A mockery. <laughs> and now everybody who supported him is distancing themselves from him. In a blaze of glory. A mockery. And then we have people sit around and then they want to complain. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, America's not the same. Americans enable this. We worry about who we want to be president based on the amount of money we have in the bank. It's understandable. It's survival of the fittest is what makes the world go round. I got it. But you know, Frank, Cuban, right? Like me? Um, I uh, Cuban-American? Yes. You know what I mean. The descent part. We yeah. are Americans. We were born here. Cuban. So American by the grace of being born here and being Americans full. I'm red, white, and blue. So I consider myself more Cuban than American. I'm first generation Cuban. That's exactly the definition of what you and I are. We are first generation Cuban Americans, or at times I go American Cuban. But the, the proper terminology is Cuban American. Mama Bear had to tell you this at some point. Mijito. Dime con quién tú andas y, y te, te diré, diré quién, quién eres. eres. So the simplest of wives' tales in a Cuban culture of an island 90 miles away, and no one could take that advice. So they all wanted to attach to the Trump train. It was cool to wear the red cap and the Trump thing and the Trump rallies. Listen, I'm all for your freedoms. And I, God knows that I've never in my life spoken as ill about a president as I have about this guy. Because this guy's an idiot. He's a... You know, I thought of you last night as I watched Jimmy Kimmel. I know it's late night TV, so he can say it. He called him a moron. I'm like, yes. Frank can't tell me I can't say it. Jimmy Kimmel did it, so can I. Donald J. Trump is a moron. His son, also a moron. They go up there and they permeate this not realizing the unrest they create in the country they so claim to love. They only love that bank account, guys. So if you're embarrassed today about what happened, this is a beautiful opportunity. You know that I, I you know how I get, this is funny, Frank. Have you never seen how I get when there's a situation that Military Larry comes out? Yes. Military Larry hasn't come out on this. No, one. not yet. No, 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 there's no not yet. I think yesterday was good. At the end of it all. Larry, what are you talking about? Republicans are distancing themselves from Trump. 
White House staff is resigning by the dozens. They said like top aides or whatever. This could not have happened any better and more deliciously than this. So, so, so was it Trump that, uh, that told the people to charge the Capitol? Yes. Where? Oh, he's, he's, he, I saw it on the news. I'm gonna find the I'm gonna find the clip and I'll play it. On I the I, I'm only asking because I not knowledgeable about the situation. He, and before I start assuming things, I like no, to ask it's questions. from his speech in the morning. From that morning. We gotta charge the Capitol. Yeah. So this isn't like some sort of militia that just kind of just put their. Well, there stuff were people assembled there right, because no, but there were people assembled there already, Frank, because yesterday's the day that they validated the the election. So the Trumpers went to go protest that. So you can protest all you want. We can't charge the Capitol. Whose brilliant idea was it to charge the Capitol? That's what I failed to understand. Yeah, I don't understand who's... That's why I was like, I don't understand why these people just got together this day and did it. Like, I must have missed that speech in the middle well, of the morning. Well, listen, to your defense, we don't really talk politics here, and you're the first one that says, I don't do that stuff. At all. So I was sitting here doing reports and work, Checking on Mario, who did a fantastic job on the air yesterday. I mean, not on the air, I'm sorry, uh, at the basketball game yesterday. My apologies for not knowing how to speak. Um, never even realizing this had been going on for hours. I found out literally two or three hours after. My office is like a cavernous, like you just sit there, you start doing work. You don't, all you hear is the banging upstairs. I didn't even know what was going on. I just got notification after notification after notification. At one point, I'm like, what's going on? The reason on? why so I, I don't do any of those notifications, because they get the only notification I have are certain sports things. Very mild, but I do, and that's well, it. Well, I mean, I don't even have that many, but like, I do like Apple News or whatever, which kind of like ties in all like the major news things into one app. So whenever something's happening, whether it's people-related or kind of news-worthy, they, they hit you up with a notification. And I got those, and then the WSVN7, the local Channel 7 app. I have that one too, but uh, those two were going crazy, and they never go crazy like that. So I remember I was doing some stuff at home with, uh, with uh, whatever, <laughs> with a disaster that I had to deal with. Yes. And all of a sudden I'm like, let me turn the TV on to see what's going on. As soon as I turn the TV on, like every news station is covering this, and it's just I'm I was just astounded by all the, by, by what I was seeing. It was interesting. I um. I don't know where we're at as a country when we saw what he said. Four people died, 52 arrests, probably more than that. Literally, there's pictures of the Capitol Police drawing their guns inside of the Capitol. Like, how in the world does something like that even happen? There's, a, there's some footage that I saw that they kind of charged one of the barricades with, uh, with the police. Um, and the only defense that the cop had was kind of to swing back. And because they were even spraying them with a fire extinguisher or mace or some sort of gas type liquid. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it's, it was just it was ridiculous. And then they, the other cops were able to save him and then they kind of reset the barricade and then they were able to, I guess, put up shields. So it's funny. Once things got ugly, he does his you've got to go home. We have to have peace, you know. Um, not realizing what he had done in the morning. Mike Pence, our vice president, his personal account, he unfollowed Donald Trump. I don't know if you're aware or not. So there's one that's the vice president of the United States, is the V POTUS, and then he has his own personal account. He unfollowed him yesterday on his personal account. Um, not that that matters, but I would want to disassociate as well. So, you know, 
what, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to look at this? So the reason I look at the glass half full, Frank, is simple. Is I think that this is an opportunity to unite a, unite a divided country. You see, Trump made those people feel safe. He made being a little off-cuff racist cool. I saw an interview with one of the guys, one of the old men with his old wife, and he had one tooth, really. I'm not even making this up. He really had one tooth, and he looked the part. And I asked myself, so I don't judge, you know what I mean? But how, like, how is it that if Trump's helping him make all that money that he can't get, go get a new set of teeth? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Thanks for bringing that one in, Good Morning Amigo. You know, I may be saying something that's not even popular to you right now. I'm not even in a celebratory mood, but you played that song and it reminded me that we live in a country that allows us to be happy, allows us to dance, allows us to sing, allows us to stand and scream at the top of our lungs with the freedoms to say whatever the hell we want. Not even within reason. Whatever the hell we want. Yesterday was unacceptable, guys. We, well, well, I was going to say we did at least. Because we can't say whatever we oh, want. Oh, I'm saying it right now. I'm taking it back. You just told me don't stop me now. We're having such a good time. We're having a ball. No, we're not. But we will. Well, we always have a ball. But, but, but folks got, got, to, got to realize in unity comes healing. This guy never united. You can say whatever you want. Everybody has virtues and everybody has things that are flaws. And it's evident that this man is incredibly flawed. Many people spoke up against it and you weren't allowed to say anything and people got mad. So there's nothing to celebrate about what happened yesterday. But you have to celebrate the notion that you don't live in a place that's going to allow this. It won't allow it. So I want to take something back that I said this week, Frank. Okay. I, I have to go about things in life in 2021 much different. Interesting. And I said I didn't like two people. I start, I, immediately. 46 was going to get crap from me right off the bat. It's, it's always the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just follows suit. 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. They've all taken my bludgeoning. Right. It's always not. It's not party specific. It's part president specific. Yeah. You're a president. I'm going to give you crap. Well, you'll find your reasons too. Which is really myopic of me because that's the toughest job in the world. But this guy, this guy was. I was never wrong. I just laughed through it. I couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. This guy's an idiot. You know how good it feels to say Donald Trump is an idiot. <laughs> Donald Trump is a jackass. Donald Trump is a criminal. Donald Trump is just wrong. Because I had to play middle of the road on this. 
And I have opinions that vary. You know that. And I have to keep them to myself because we live in a world now that's so judged under a microscope. His daughter came here and we took all kinds of crap. So you see now, here, here's what happens. Here's where the lesson's learned. So if they came to me and said, listen, Ivanka wants to come visit us. She's not welcome here. Do you see the difference? Do you see the difference? Mm-hmm. Do you, and I hope that my students learn a valuable lesson with this. Because now if they tell me she's coming, I said, well, I'm going to lock the front door. She's not welcome here. Three days ago, I said, on the air, you come here whenever you want. Today, after yesterday, after what her dad did, he's not welcome here. She's not welcome here. And I'll be damned, period. That's different. Now, I got to imagine that our administration wouldn't even come close to considering something like that. Plus, it really serves no purpose at this time. It's over. It's over. And what Donald Trump couldn't figure out since November is that it's been over. And the insolent child that wants to claim that someone's cheating, I get mad at my son. I use cheat codes. I sound like Donald Trump when I do that. He beats my ass in a video game. No cheat code, he's better than me. That's it. Like a bitch moan, complain, get pissed at the game, get pissed at the graphics, get pissed at the bad breaks. I lost. I take the L. People in life sometimes got to take the F and L. Sometimes in life, things happen, and it's your damn fault. And the path to healing starts with the acceptance of blame. And it happens in all of our lives on a daily basis. So we have experience in dealing with that. From there, sir, how you're forgiven is up to the people you have scarred. You know what I found funny yesterday is that his supporters had absolutely no problem climbing those walls and getting into the Capitol. Thus, proving to Trump what they've been trying to tell him for four years, build all the walls you want. It's not going to keep them back. You moron. Notice today Frank's not telling me I can't call him a moron. It's amazing to me. Bro. Did we kind of see this happening, though? We didn't see it happening Frank, like that. Wait, time out. Me and you kind of... I thought he would incite a war. I thought he wouldn't finish his term. Which we just thought we just thought that he was going to lock all the doors in the White House and he was going to build a moat around it and not allow anybody to come in. There was, That's what we thought. We thought he was going to turn the White House into a castle and nobody was going to come in. That's what we thought. We didn't expect this, though. But this is kind honest. of along the same lines of something that we kind of forecasted. I have to be honest. I looked up on multiple occasions a prop bet that existed about whether he would finish his entire presidency. And I can't tell you how many times I considered taking that he would not. You get good odds. He's going to finish. Well, but I'm talking about years ago. I wanted to take this bet. So I know that my intention was, or my prediction was that he wouldn't. So in a really strange way, I'd like to see his ass get kicked out of there before the 20th. I'd like Pence to be a president for like a week or so. It's too late in the game, I think. No, no, it's just to sit in until Biden gets in. I get it, but it's too late in the game for that to happen. I mean, doesn't no, that it, take it a really, process? Isn't no, that like a no, 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 there's no pro- sort of the, Congress and, and Supreme Court? You were busy yesterday, weren't you? I wasn't busy. I'm just throwing all the words Listen, that I learned in history. Okay, you were really busy yesterday, huh? Yeah, bro. Let me explain to you what he said. 
Yeah, I don't know what he said. By the way, all I know is that all I saw were images. That's all I saw. TV was on mute, and I saw images. That's it. And then I heard flashbangs going off. That's okay. it. That's so, all I know. So I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Vic Borges. Victor Borges, I've known him for about 114 years. No, we're not 114. I've known Vic since we were chamacos. Boy, he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, you know how I stay middle of the road, so I try not to go on either side, but I love to hear clear explanations. This man takes time on a thread that I am in with him and my boy Jose, and I, I don't usually comment much on it. I listen. I listen. And I have to give him credit because my knowledge of the potential of this happening, which is what I was going to tell you, yes, I knew something like this could happen because there had been innuendo and whispers to this for weeks. And we knew they, were gonna, they had taken hotel rooms and they were going to be there. But the threat of this literally existed we all knew it, but when he goes up on that podium yesterday and he says, march up Pennsylvania Avenue and let them know you can't take back their country with weakness. So, that teeters where he could say he didn't say what he had to say. Bro. You really trust his willingness, Frank, in this, right in this transition process? Because I don't. His boy Rudy Giuliani said, we're going to have a trial by combat. I wonder how the dye bleeding down his face would work in prison. Bro. That's an embarrassment. So apparently there were social media sites. I won't label what kind of sites they were. that were encouraging people to bring tools to break into the Capitol. Over a dozen people posted pictures of carrying into uh, carrying these things into the halls of Congress. Of course they did, because that's the world we live in. Everybody went in there to flex. Oh, look what I'm doing. Check this out. After Trump tweeted that the vice president didn't have the courage to do the right thing, dozens of messages came through calling the protesters to hunt down the vice president. Bro. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you for real? Enough from the clown. He's a clown. He has orange hair. I've told you guys. <laughs> Go say goodbye. I don't understand this. So what I do understand is after a day like yesterday, when the con went calm and everything settled and they got back into the Capitol and then you saw these people speaking and you could see their demeanor and you know immediately Republicans were moving in. You've seen Chris Christie ragged on, the, on Trump on TV and you see people, this is ridiculous. Like everybody who three weeks ago was still talking nonsense and people just scurrying for their lives away from this guy. And yet there's a couple guys here locally who voted to not ratify the election in Arizona or something like these people continue on and on and on. It's time for unity. Okay? With the unity comes the healing. And guys, once you start healing as a country, really healing. Now, I don't want to hear anyone on one side talking about this crazy stuff, and I don't want to hear these idiots that charge the Capitol saying other stuff. When we talk about healing, you got to meet somewhere in between. I am not going to typecast. I'm not going to say names. I'm simply going to say you got to meet in between. Everybody. It's got to meet in between. In fact, it could be somewhere in between where no one lives. And everybody's either off to the left, off to the right of this place. But everybody's got to meet in between. That's where bipartisan politics starts. 
That's where the United States of America has its bones on that. Not to the right, not to the left. In the middle. That's how you can be most sensitive to the rights of the 331 million Americans that live here. Enough is enough. So blast your music loud. Drive to work with a smile on your face. Put a little extra cologne. Because Popple, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're going to listen to this show, only thing we're going to do is talk about high hopes. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're back. Hannah's out today. She'll be back tomorrow. Frank will be out tomorrow. We're light staff the last two days of the week. That's fine. And then Monday, I, I'll be here, but I won't be here. I'll be here virtually. So each of us are taking turns not being here. For yeah, but I'll be working. You guys are taking days off. Well, I'll, no, I'm, I'll be working in the morning, and then I'll well, that's be true. taking be Coming off. in for a little bit, then taking off. You got some business to tend to. Some stuff to do. You're entitled to. It's not that I want to air out our business, right? But if you exclude... The time off you took, rightfully so, for the celebration of Addison entering the world. From a level of sick days, just take a day to take a day, take an hour to take an hour. I've been here four years. Frank's been here three years. So in the collective seven years, Frank and I have been off a total of, I think this is the right number, Frank, 20 hours. Is that correct? I have 12. You have eight. Is that correct? Yeah. That's about right. I missed a day when, you know, realized I wasn't having a heart attack but a gallbladder attack. 16 maybe for me because I missed two official days. For Did Abby. you? Okay, so then that would make it 20 because I'm 12. Because Wednesday was my last day. She was born on Thursday. I wasn't here. That so it would make it 28 hours out of seven years of work. You took two days. I took a day and a half. One of the days you took, actually, if it's attributed to her coming into the world, it doesn't count. So we're back to 20. Bottom line is we don't miss work. Trump, on the other hand, misses the point often and misses the point of what his job is. It's not about him. Uh, I got a quiet bunch of kids today. And you know why, Frank? Like, I don't think they're sobbing in the corner of their room, right? Right. But they're, these are very outgoing, very vocal young adults. There's a reason why they're part of this show consistently on a daily basis, anchors of the first hour. Well, lately, they've been a little... To themselves. It's been a weird couple of weeks. But I think today's silence is a little different. It's not I'm tired, I didn't have my coffee, I didn't sleep good, I was talking to my boyfriend till two in the morning. It's none of that stuff. It's there's a mild hint of shock in those thousand mile stairs I'm looking at in Zoom. Uh, I'd love to get perspective on what went through your mind yesterday afternoon as you learned about it. I'm I'm curious, of course, me, I'm always conducting surveys. Did you guys go to the TV and sit and watch it? Did you keep up with it on your phone? Did you not know? I know, Mario, we were kind of busy. So we didn't know. Did not know. Well, you were doing your thing. I came back doing reports. I helped you a couple of times. I wasn't in tune to any media, and I had no idea. Um, any of you caught it? And, like, like I'm very curious, so I'll be candid. Arai, I'm very interested in knowing how you did this. Like, was it something like, I knew it and you were aloof, or did you get gravitated to the TV? 
No, I was gravitating I towards it. Um, I was on Twitter the whole time, Beautiful. and it was going on for like hours. And the main emotion that I felt was like just anger, because all my um like mutuals on Twitter like are people of color and they were just like mainly angry at it like and in shock I was in shock the whole time and it was just like how could you let these people in that clearly don't have like good intentions Araya would you allow me would you allow me to peel back the curtain a second maybe I'm just being an old man but it's interesting when you develop that thought today it tells me that even still you're very outspoken you've been very skeptical of all the stuff that goes behind what is that that you know you've been you're a very vocal young lady and you don't like trump like it's very simple you don't like what it represents and you've always been really upfront about it um i'm listening to you talk and you still i won't call you a child you're a young lady but still as a young adult have that hope in what america is like you still like you said i i couldn't believe they were doing this so amidst everything that we've learned about what we shouldn't be surprised about here we were watching yesterday, and we're like, huh? And I hate to say the uncomfortable word, but the first thing that came to my mind is, oh, wow, what, what if they'd have been black? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to pull a race card, but it, I said, what if, what if these have been black people? What, what would have happened? And it's, it's troubling to think that. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Raya, but the two things that made me happy is that you went right to the TV, and you got engaged, obviously, which I had a feeling you did, but... The sentiment still tells me that that this works here in America because even if you have the strongest of opinions, somewhere deep in your soul, you understand as much as America can disappoint you, it's like that sun that comes back. It's the prodigal sun. You're never going to turn your back on it. I might be wrong. Maybe I jumped the gun on that, Araya, and I didn't mean to overstep my boundaries, but like I took a lot of encouragement from what you said. Did you at some point, before I start asking the rest of you, even though you were angry, was there a point later in the evening when they reconvened? Did you feel a calm? And did you feel to a certain point, okay, I think the message is starting to come, come across now. Like, finally. Not really. I was oh, just wow. like... Okay. <laughs> I did. I, I started like, finally, that's it. They realized this guy's an idiot. Because, like, I didn't really know what was happening at the end of it. But, like, I just saw, like, what happened to the woman... And then um, the last thing I saw was like Trump's message on Twitter, like his video and him getting suspend, like almost suspended and locked out of his Yeah, they they locked his his butt out. This is crazy. Um, Nicole, I'm curious because you are you are a news savant, Nicole. Hmm. So I know you consume things, and you're sometimes vocal, sometimes not. Well, I'm vocal when I need to be. Okay, well that's for sure. Um, yeah. Our host of the youth really always is good about, you know, forming an opinion on these things. And did you do the Araya? Like, did you go straight to the TV and start engaging? I was I was engaging through Twitter, and I I hate to say this, but it's the honest truth. I wasn't as shocked as a lot of people were. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked at all. I was more so like appalled the whole entire time seeing this, and it was just upsetting to me because we went through peaceful protests and essentially other sort of riots earlier in the summer that were for a a justifiable cause. And obviously we had a a, a certain reaction to that by law enforcement and by politics and by other sort of means. And then seeing this happen 
with no real necessary need, just the, the, just, just the form of, we have a president and we don't like what happened with the election and we're upset about everything and we're gonna tear down the American flag and put up his flag. I found it to be incredibly appalling. And it was, at some point, you do have to bring up the, not necessarily like the race card, but I understand if they were very violent towards a protest that had justifiable cause, but they opened the doors to the Capitol for these people that were- That has me so upset. That has that me so triggered so that these people just, it was okay to open the doors. Come on in, let yourself I in. I saw a video. I Na saw Nancy video. Pelosi's office, uh, three doors to the right. Like, how in the world is this even okay? Listen, I saw a video of, of a police officer in full gear helping a woman with a Trump flag in her hand down the stairs. That's crazy. That's upsetting. I was so appalled watching this from the beginning to the end because even if there is some sort of message that people are trying to now understand, you're never gonna get the full regard of everybody understanding it because it's like indoctrination. Like they don't get it. They don't get it. And it's their view or it's not their view. Would and you it's um, would you guys, some of the others want to chime, some of the others chime in. This is such a good conversation. Um we quietly are appalled, but do we not agree that it could change? Everything changes in a snap sometimes in this world. But, like, I feel right now that the last thing that's an issue is the politics. Obviously, the politics is what gears the anger. But what the solution is before us, where we're looking at and what we're supposed to do, like, I think at some point, are we not looking where we could finally kumbaya a little bit it's never going to be a perfect kumbaya but could we be finally getting towards a platform where people can at least listen to each other or realize let's play the kinder world and then fight our fights through a kinder united states of america i'm i'm not just appalled i'm not just surprised them being let in is the single factor of all this that confuses me was that sent by trump to do I, I'm telling you, Frank, I'm not going to even be, sugarcoat this. I'm not as adept at laws as I am about sports and stats. But that can't possibly be legal. And if it's not legal, you need to exercise legal recourses against Donald J. Trump. I, I can't imagine anything. He has a responsibility and usurped his responsibility for his own personal bullcrap. I don't, I don't get it. I... I'm not a lawyer, but I, I got to tell you, I would think this is automatic. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145, Jack Carlo, automatic. We got some stuff to talk about. Rapid fire, our guru's here. Talk to me. I, I talked to Araya, I talked to, uh, I talked to Nicole a little bit. I want to get some of the other thoughts of the young adults here. What went through your mind? as yesterday happened. Well, you know, I'm very strong opinion, strongly opinionated. I usually have lots to say, but you know, sometimes I have trouble saying it in a nice, in a nice way. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that to me, this is basically just a giant temper tantrum and all parties, both sides, everyone kind of sees it like, Hey, why are you, why? Like we've had a peaceful transition of presidency for so many years and, you know, you guys as supporters are the ones that are coming and having like this whole temper tantrum, like that's not okay, you know, like you should be mature and accept that, you know, who won one and what, what's, what happened happened. And both sides are kind of like, 
what are you doing? What? I don't understand. So I wasn't shocked. I knew something like this would happen. I just wish it didn't. I, um, Catherine, I was wondering what went through your mind. I know that you, you have some sentiments that, you know, let's just be honest. Like it's, you're not big. We, none of us here are really big fans. We never were big fans of his. Some of us may have stayed quiet and not said anything. I like, I've, it's been always a battle. Like, you know, I mean, like, so I've said it before. I'm a registered Republican. I don't really think like a Republican. I feel like, you know, like a redheaded stepchild. Imagine being in a Cuban house and you have, you're white with freckles, red hair, and you can't even dominate the language. You know you're not supposed to be there, right? Um, that's how I feel. That's why I usually go non-affiliated. I joined the Republican Party a few years ago to support my buddy who's running for president, not even because I believed in his complete ideology, just because he was my buddy running for president. Um, shame on me for being that loyal, although he's still a very good friend of mine and I think very highly of him. But at the end of the day, the politics of stuff, some things are on one side, some things are on the other. I judge and judge, but I come to my opinions about the people who run this country. And then I go back and I look and I can tell you, oh, that person wasn't as bad. So I look back at George W. Bush, I go, oh, he wasn't as bad as I thought he was. And neither was Obama. People go, Why, how can you say that? Very well. They all make mistakes. But rushing the Capitol? Talk to me, guys. Yeah, I actually, I yesterday I was not at home at all. I was actually um, out, right? So I had no idea this was going on until I got home at like two in the morning. I went on my Twitter and that's how I found everything out. And immediately I was just like, what's going on? I was just so confused. And then I started reading up on it. And I was just, just like how Adania and Nicole said, I wasn't shocked. I knew something like this was going to happen eventually. I'm not going to say why, but I just knew it was going to happen. And I wasn't shocked, but I still felt so mad and so upset at the fact that, because the first thing that went through my mind as well was, wow, so we could protest for BLM peacefully, and yet we get worse than people rioting. Total, total double standard they had going on there. Yesterday was completely showed that. And that's what's yeah. annoying. And even people who didn't necessarily stand with BLM and were opposed to it are looking at us going, well, wait a minute now. That, that, that's not what we were talking. And I heard it on TV all night. I go, this, is the, this doesn't mean that this is good. This is worse. So anybody else? Um, I'd like to say that I just felt that both sides were just being, I'm not going to say that. I just felt the hypocrisy in what happened as just appalling and what ha happened as appalling. I just, I heard it from a friend and when I heard it, I just, it's not that I didn't believe it. It's just, I didn't think they would resort to that actually. And then I found out it was real and I was just utterly disappointed into what that had devolved to. And I think Adanya put it very excellently and that it was a temper tantrum and it 100% was. And I felt that what separates a leader from a follower is urging people to do the right thing. And our president of the United States did not do that yesterday. Oh, and he, he I didn't feel stand in. he didn't stand in the right way. Anthony. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a very patriotic person. And last night, just yesterday as a whole was a very disappointing day for me to see just all that violence going on. Um, and something I did not expect. I was very shocked to see something like that, you know, and we always live by divided. Uh, I'm sorry, united we stand, divided we fall. And 
division is the worst way to go. And I feel like we're a country divided right now. It's sad. And it's sad because it's very you're, sad. You're, you're one of those, not because, you know, you're my son, but you, you will carry your opinions and you love to respect other people's opinions. You're really good about that. Like you don't take offense if someone doesn't feel the way you do. Um, I, I'm actually very proud of you for being that way. Cause that's not even something I taught you because to a certain degree, I am a little like that. And you're a little not like that. Like you're not a chip off the old block when it comes to that. I always have to purposely be careful to not do that. And you're, you're really good at not doing that. But people like you, Anthony, all over this country, whatever their opinions are, what I was talking about, that middle ground, it wasn't even politically. It's like we all have the same sentiment. Well, this wasn't what we wanted. None of us wanted this. And I think you can build unity through that. As evident in today's conversation, it's going to keep on now. I go to break. I have other you know, students come in. But this is my core. This is my best group of broadcasters right here. And notice this was unplanned. This was unscripted. I knew I was doing it. They didn't know they were doing it. And look how organic and look how peaceful the conversation has come. A bunch of excitable kids that don't want to shut up. They're either too tired to talk or you got to tell them to be quiet. And they took their turns and they explained them and they all were in shock and they all don't feel like, wow, this can be a unity point. I'm not talking about, ah, go by, ah. I'm talking this could be the point where we jump off from and say, okay, that wasn't a good experience. Let's do this different. We know we got problems. We know we got issues. But let's let's take control. Let's 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 do this the right way together. Different opinions, same objective. United States of America. I appreciate you guys today, and uh, all my time teaching you and mentoring you. That forty minutes. A couple of you didn't get to say anything, and I apologize for not getting to you. But on a whole, this is this is a proud moment for me with you guys because it's it is in the life cycle of you being Slam Radio the biggest radio the biggest story that you've ever had to encounter, even bigger than the summer. You'll realize it as you get older. You may not realize it today, but yesterday's a day that's huge. And your opinions and your voice on this is captured, and you'll always have this memory. But more importantly, we'll always remember how you guys reacted, very similar to how this country needs to react. That's why I say, once in a while, you got to listen to the young folks. They know what they're talking about. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous, wake up, show MTV, we worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio, this is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Nah, we're not in a dream, this is real. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. It's surreal is what it is, Nakaya. As we're getting ready to come back, Nakaya's doing research, getting ready to talk about this, and she goes, I'm so confused. And it sounded almost like a silly, goofy girl saying it. And I know Nakaya. She's neither. She's not silly or goofy, although if you ask our executive producer, Alicia, she'll tell you that she's both. Right? Nakaya's a little bit of a goofball sometimes, right? What do you mean sometimes? All the time. All the time, right? <laughs> All the time. We, we, we confuse bubbly for goofballiness, whatever. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, she's going to take offense to it. Let me tell you, that she, her brother is a character of all characters. Like, he's a guy that you'll never forget you knew Mike, right? You're very similar to him, but polished much differently. And it's always funny for me because my perspective, I, co- I can't officially say I coached him. I sort of coached him in basketball. I was a coach on a team he played on there. I never coached him and go, okay, left, right, right. I was a coach on a team he played on. I 
had him as a student one year. I'm almost sure I did. Mm-hmm. And and Nakai I've had her since day one. But so I see how you guys are alike, and then you're so different because you're a woman, and then he's so quiet, and you're so bubbly. You're so, so when you come out, she almost broke the silence, Frank. Like we were nervous about this. Like, oh, we're gonna talk about this. This is crazy. He's like, I'm so confused. It's because it's a surreal moment, and the country feels that way. I need everybody to get their cameras on as we get ready to come on the air. Um, and understanding that you have to be able to identify a moment like this. But it's not about me identifying it and talking about it. I got to get your perspective on this. Because, like, I, was, I wasn't 18, but I certainly was young when 9-11 happened. You know, I was 18 when the space shuttle exploded. Like, there's things that happen in life, and it's not the where was I when, but more what happened and what did you feel, what were your thoughts. And a week from now, it's not going to be as easy to capture that as it is today. I, uh, I'm only curious. I guess I have to turn on my camera in order for them to actually turn on theirs. Not understanding it doesn't matter, but that's okay. There we go. Look at that. It's amazing. Oh, he's there. Let me turn on my camera. Ooh. Isn't that incredible? Um, to get some insight, like for example, how many of you went to the TV once you found out it was happening? Raise your hand. So Nick Parker didn't. Alex, you didn't run to the TV. Eileen, did you run to the TV? No. Idania told us earlier she did, I believe. I did. Well, not TV. I was on a computer, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've admitted that I was doing reports and dealing with basketball games here with Mario Gonzalez, who was emceeing the games. And Which, by the way, Frank, we got to go check the system at Kaputted last night. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. I didn't know it was happening. And yet, when I became aware of it, you have the oh, itch-a moment. It lasted for like a quarter of a second because I sort of kind of figured this would happen. Like, in a very sick way, I, I expected this to happen. Which is wrong. Which is wrong. So where the hell my water is? Oh, my water's over there. Um, I gotta get your thoughts on this because I, I sort of feel as much as I think that the end result will be high hopes and things will work out and we'll get to talk some things out, I'm kind of feeling like Nakaya. I, I, I'm confused. Had a feeling they'd do this, trying to understand why these reports could actually, actually be true or they could have actually have let these people in. I, I don't quite understand how we got to what we got to yesterday um, and where it leaves us today. So I want to get some of your thoughts. How did you find, Eileen, how did you find out? I found out through TikTok. That's as funny, funny as it sounds. It, you know, maybe six months ago, that's a funny comment. Not today. Like, TikTok's... Be- I'm starting to adopt the fact that mm. they get all their information from TikTok and Instagram. And the only thing that they... I think they this group, our groups, have adapted to is they go and they verify it with the, with the actual yeah, source instead of just that. believing everything they see on Instagram and TikTok. But, yeah, I, I guess the initial of the news, it makes sense that they received it there. How um how about you, V? 
Like, it, it, I agree with you. She says it's embarrassing. Um, there's a stark difference to what happened this summer, which I wasn't a fan of, and what happened yesterday, which I'm definitely, forget about not a fan of. I completely, 100%, not just disagree and abhor it, but it is contrary to anything that I agree with. Where do you, as a country, what, what is it that you need to do to create the calm so that people don't think there's chaos? There really isn't chaos, but the chaos exists with one person. 25th Amendment. I dare you to think and ask yourself, what in the world that might be? Bianca, you ever heard of the 25th Amendment? Yes. <laughs> Talk to me about it. I believe it's the right to protest. I think. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Okay. Anybody else know what the 25th Amendment is? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'll be fair. I don't even know what it is. So if, don't be scared, guys, to say no, because I don't so know what it is. I'm a nerd. Isn't it about impeachment? It, it's So if you read it, and I'm, rather than just paraphrase it, I'm going to read it. But I'm not a history geek geek, but I'm a geek enough to when they mentioned the word yesterday, 25th Amendment, I looked at my daughter, I go, wow. And she goes, what's that? I said, the easiest way for me to say it in one sentence, I go, it's the equivalent of an eviction notice. I don't even know there was 25 amendments. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a joke. Frank, that was kind of funny, actually. That was a joke. Come on. Sorry. Um, you do have it pulled up. Pull, no, turn on your mic, please. But I, I mean, it says that if the president becomes unable to do his job, yeah. vice president becomes the president. Yes. Can happen for a little while. The president's sick or disabled for a short time. I don't know if that's the amendment invoked. Like, for example, if a president has to be put under for a surgery, there's a mild transfer of power when those things happen. But the bottom line is, is if you're being an idiot, I can remove you and the VP can take over until you get better. Yeah. Do we think maybe that's a necessary item? Because you were saying, oh, that takes some process. They get together and say, hey, emergency session. And by tomorrow, it's going to be a Bianca, now that you know it, what do you think? I think it's something that should have been done, to be honest, since he's the one that encouraged everything that happened yesterday. Do you think uh, Do you think there was a crime committed? Yes. Yeah. I uh, I think when you get together and you tell people. You have to, like, you're a president, like you have a responsibility, but I'm scared that maybe he didn't really break a law. But he clearly showed us that right now his mindset doesn't make him capable to run our country based on the situations before us. Would you guys agree on that one? Like whatever you feel, whether you hate him or love him, I mean, like this is not this is not okay. Not at all. Eileen makes amazing points. Eileen's always so good at this. The silent assassin. Didn't remember this. I won't pretend to be the savant of anything. 
I called it an eviction notice. I forgot that it also will preclude him from running for a second term if this happens. So then this is something that they might want to take care of because if who knows what will happen? Who knows what kind of troops he could rally up for a second run? You know when you're on the grill and you're cooking a good steak and they tell you to seal the steak? You have to, you, you got to seal this. You gotta, this has got to be done with already. There's no, this is not even a conversation. It's a formality only so that the transfer of power is handled in a different fashion. But I think in the world of government, <clears throat> it's viewed as a weakness. But I think it would send a strong message to the American people who are watching this in dismay. Uh, and they're talking about it right now. Uh, to effectively remove the president with the 25th Amendment because he's mentally incompetent, mentally unable to do the job. And I think if you did a, a, a poll amongst American voters, they might tell you more likely than not that they agree that he's not able to, you know, he's not able to do this. This is a tough situation. Um, Parker, I know you're a basketball dude, man. What goes through your mind? Did you run to the TV? Not really. I just was like, uh, why? What time do the Warriors tip off today? Uh, seven should be. Like, <laughs> I'm it's part of a joke. It's part of a joke. It's the really, like you're more likely to know anything about basketball than you would about this, and there's no shame in that. But Obviously. at what point did you realize something happened? Like whether you acknowledged, like whether you paid attention to it or not. Like at some point yesterday, you realized, uh oh, something hacking. I think. I was, I think I was in the car while it was happening on Instagram. It just kept, it just kept popping up. I was like, bro, what happened in this short time? When well, many was all good, just looking at memes. And then now people running in the Capitol building, like it's all good. There were social media sites, guys, encouraging these people to bring tools so they could break into the Capitol. Dozens of pictures of these guys walking in with these tools in their hands. I, I can't imagine that that makes any sense. I think there was, there was one social media post, uh, protesters need to hunt down the vice president. Are you kidding me? What, what are we doing? What are we thinking? The only thing that was literally missing from those images were pitchforks and torches. It was bad. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. Um, Alex. So... I've known Alex all too long and all too well to pretty much imagine that she didn't watch one second of the news on this. Am I right, or could I be wrong this time? Maybe you, you can. I was, I was actually already watching the TV when it was happening. Me and my mom were. <laughs> so then you stayed on. Did it keep you on, or did you like? Did you have the OHA moment and then you went about your life? Yeah, we. I kept looking for a while to see what was happening, but I was just shocked, honestly, because like. It's that's hey. surreal. You watch a movie. They do that in a movie. When I say mm -hmm. surreal, for some of you who maybe not know the word, uh, when you say surreal, it's come almost like an out of body experience. It's like you're watching it happen. Yeah, you're watching it with your mouth dropped, like similar to when 9/11 happened. That's one of those moments in my life that I'm gonna remember. That I'm like, I watch the news, I watch the TV with my mouth literally so off. I the can floor. recap that that morning, and, and and it's like I feel like I live it. Like that's one of those days. I'm not gonna have that yesterday. No, because it happened later in the day, and it came by surprise, oh, and you didn't even know it was happening for a little while. That's part of the problem, but the other problem is is because I, the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, and I want you guys to chime in and help me out here a little, I think this is not as bad a thing as it might. Okay, so it's not great to charge the 
happen. I understand that. I'm thinking the aftermath might be better than anyone could have ever imagined. Frank, remember, like, how are we ever going to unite this country again? We always wondered. And I know I'm not supposed to say this, but one nation under God is how you unite a country. I'm not telling everybody to get on a knee and pray. Just understand each other. Like, take a minute to be softer and kinder. And, and, and if you think that exudes weakness, then that's your problem. And come to the middle. I learned, you know, we always complained about, oh, I can't talk politics with my friends. Remember the thread I told you about earlier? It's a highly opinionated thread. The one that you don't say much, you just listen? I don't say much because it's a highly opinionated thread. It's three guys that have known each other since they were 12 years old. Two of them live in a different place than the other one, not geographically, politically. The one who lives in a different place than them is very open-minded, but very old school. How can you be both? I'm open-minded to understand that this is not old school. This is today's school. And I have to change with the ways and, and acclimate. But unfortunately, there's some things that when you're who I am, I'm going to feel a certain way. I'm open-minded enough to tell you I am pro-choice. There, I said it. I'm pro-choice. On Sundays, I'm not. And that doesn't make me a hypocrite. Oh, well, you, you're, pro, you're pro-choice Monday through Saturday. You can't do it one day. No, the reason why is because if you ask me, I enjoy the choice. I'm not a woman, but if I were, I choose to not ever do that. And the choice allows me to do that. So I don't like being cubbyholed. I don't like being put into a corner where I don't have options. Choice is options. And a woman wants options, then this man isn't going to fight it. And neither should any other man. That's who I am. But my boys, are they're, they're to the left. They are Democrats. Strong, stout. I've asked them, feed this so that I can hear that. Because I'm not going to hear that because we only listen to what we want to listen to. So if I don't like country, give me some country music to listen to, right? If I don't like uh, Tchaikovsky, then I'm listening to Tchaikovsky, whatever. But it's not being force-fed. It's they took time to put into this thread news facts, not their opinions. And when I called it, right, I think I explained it to you the other day, Frank, it's like, put, put it in the middle, like a bonfire. You put the stuff in the middle, and then you smell the burn. And it's been the most magnificent way to consume information. There's been things they've said that I've completely disagreed with. But I've heard their side. And it hasn't come combatively. It's come in a way where I can hear what they've got to say. That's what I'm talking about as a country, where you can have roundtables. This morning we had our students on where at times we've had to cut it off, Alicia will tell you, we've had to say, hey, we, we, we can't talk about these things with this group because it's a little too divided. And today was the calmest conversation we've ever had with that group. And people respected their space, talked about, because we had one thing in common. You know, yesterday was horse manure. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So I was never wrong about Trump. I knew that the guy was crazy. I figured he was capable of just about anything. And as surreal as yesterday was, I wasn't necessarily surprised. However, I pray for the 7th of January, which is today, that what I'm feeling and what some of you are feeling becomes what spreads through the nation quietly. We're going to have fights. <laughs> Come on now. 
But I got a feeling if we take a calmer approach to this with a mask on, we're going to be able to just try to overcome whatever we need to. I hope so. I pray so. You know what I mean? One nation under God. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, I love this song, kid. A great song. My time, my chances. This is um, Frank. Help me out, Rocky Three. It's about 1982. I remember the summer of '82. Columbia House. Remember Columbia House, Frank? You'd order the cassettes. One of the cassettes I ordered in my initial Columbia House order. You still owe money to Columbia House? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How many times did you sign up for Columbia House? <laughs> I'll be candid. So you're going to keep it 100, I'll keep it 100. How many times did you sign up for Columbia House? Oh, Oof, at least five times. Yeah, six times. Yeah. I got a couple good CDs out of it, and then my mom's like, they're going to come after you. The creditors are calling. I'm like, that's fine. They'll, they'll stop one day, and they stopped. They stopped. Oh, my God. They're going to come after me, Mom, for One of the times cents. I did, one of the times that my, my, well, remember, the shipping and handling is big. <laughs> He went and paid it all and gave me some sob story nonsense about how I couldn't do that. And I looked at him and I said, why are you paying that? <laughs> I said, like, what are you doing? I'll handle it when I handle it. And if they want it, like, can you stop? So I can, I can, I can clearly report that they never reported that to my credit report. Not once. I think they did to me because I kept on getting the little mail thing or whatever, but credit's fine. <laughs> I don't think it harmed me anything. All good in the neighborhood. I like that song. Anyway, we've been talking about the obvious. So I want to get some some thoughts from some of the folks here in studio, some of our senior leaders in this uh, in this class. Uh, I'm interested in hearing Alicia. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm very, very interested because you take very calm, adult-like uh, points of view. And one would say they're cut and dry, but they're so filled with logic, like only a dummy wouldn't understand it. I hate to put it that way. Like when you make, when you sit down to make a two or three sentence point, like the point is so clear that there's no objection to it. And that's a compliment to you. I'm really curious what went through your mind yesterday. Um, I was one of the ones that didn't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed almost at this point. I just, I, this went on for hours. I found out when they were talking at my house and they said Trump got his Twitter blocked or something. And that's when I found out. Oh, that's kind of late in the game, actually, no? Yeah. I was, I was, yours already, the sun had already I gone was down. I was at work. I went to work. Well, okay, so, yeah. but, so don't feel bad, Alicia. You were working. Like, by the way, so was I. Crazy. I was not paying attention to anything but a computer screen. And I'm not a, no you know, for being a media guy, Frank, I don't do the notification thing. I'm going to have to change that a little. Like, I think I get too many repetitive notifications in the sports area and in other areas. And I think I just, I've got to channel five or six main sources that are going to give me main, I have to have it. I don't do it. It's kind of foolish of me. I just don't want to hear the bling, bling. So I was clueless to this. And my son goes, you see what's going on in Washington, D.C.? I said, what's up, Bubba? It's all over social media. It's all over everywhere right now. Anybody 
so let's keep it real. Anybody scared? Nope. I'm not. Is anyone concerned? Yeah. Definitely. Talk to me, Nick. Yeah. I'm only concerned, really, it's because if it could happen in the Capitol in Washington, D.C., it could happen anywhere. That's really the main concern. It's just like the kids and it's just the community that it's affecting and showing like it's not a good influence. So I got to feel like we're such a big country that a lot of us are disconnected from what happened there other than through the media. So I'm not taking a shot at the media right now. I'm just simply saying that's kind of good because we're not in a quote danger zone. But we see this and we get to try to calm down and figure it out. Um, the concern, I've been concerned, Nick Parker, for a while. Because when he wouldn't concede the election, like a lot of rampant crazy things went through my mind. Because if you're a, you're a sociopath, like this guy potentially is, and he's definitely a narcissist, that's a recipe, that's an elixir for disaster. And the disaster is the now. I'm I'm a talker and I'm speechless, Nick. I, I've been talking in circles this morning in the sense that I feel we can pull positive from it. But when you ask me to, to give you sentiments of watching people climb over those walls and bust in and to see our armed guards running away scared, like I'm pissed off that that went down. And then you know that if you get hundred people start knocking people in the knees and you've got an all-out battle inside the Capitol. Like, they're trying to contain and get everybody out of there. Who in their right mind told them that that was okay? Some people are saying that Donald Trump's words incited this. What's upsetting is that there was a lack of, like, security in the Capitol building. There was only one... Um, like guard or officer when everybody broke in. But Eileen, what's troubling is that they're saying they're having to investigate. They think like they let them in. Not that they couldn't hold them back. That Come on in, let yourself in. Yeah. Nancy's, yeah. Nancy's office is the third door on the right. Like, I, I don't understand this. So there's a, there's a theory that's being put out there. Now, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just, you know me. I'm the devil's advocate. I always put both sides so then the conversation keeps on rolling along. But there's a theory out there that... Because, you know, like we've seen Donald, uh, we've seen Trump uh, supporter protests. And for the most part, they're very peaceful. We, we, we didn't necessarily see any craziness after the election. The, the supporters went out there. But there's a theory out there that a lot of these supporters that were charging the Capitol building yesterday were Antifa dressed as Trump supporters, which allows them to finally get their full point of about wanting to get this guy out of, out, of, out of office. Now, his comments in the beginning of the day don't help. But there are theories out there. There's a lot of Antifa that were dressed amongst the Trump supporters, and those were the ones that are actually causing the havoc. That I'm going to tell you honestly, I believe is the the cop out theory, because I you know I think when you don't take this wrong, Frank, but I think that part of what's flawed is is that we we characterize a group of people with the same personality, and when you have a group of people, you have a group of personalities. So whether you support Biden or you support Trump, you could have two groups 
One supports Biden, one supports, and they look exactly the same because they are a, a a melting pot of different types of personalities. So what am I telling you by saying that is that I honestly feel that Trump supporters are capable of anything, and I don't think Antifa has to be involved with it. Now, the notion that you know the people who are doing this before are peaceful, they are not gun-toting people inside of their own states. When you go charge the Capitol and your president's telling you to go charge the Capitol and he's telling you things and we got to take things back and the 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 rhetoric and the, and the well the vernacular what they're saying is inappropriate it borders on war like wartime words like you're you're inciting a civil war by doing this are you kidding me like there's no one to blame but one person there's one person to blame and it was Donald J Trump that's the only guy you got to blame in this and that's not politics that's just reality and, the, and by the way, for those that have supported him, this is not a slide on you either. Like, let's, let's go to the flip side, and I'm going to make sure everybody keeps it real. Like, that doesn't mean now you are an outcast with a scarlet letter, the, 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 the scarlet T on your... No. You made a mistake. You believe in an ideology that was... You felt he was... A, you don't support this. You went out of the way to make sure I, we don't support this. It's sort of a giggling point for some of us. Right? <laughs> but at the end of it all, like we just all have to come together and understand that this is not acceptable. The breach of security, unacceptable. People having to hide out in the state's capital, having to take Mike Pence underground, not acceptable. What is acceptable is sitting down and talking about it. And that's what I hope will be happening in this country in the coming weeks. Today it's happening here on the show. We're having a good time. Not a good time. We're having an interesting time. And we're coming together and we're having conversations together. And we will continue to do that on the other side right here. Good morning, Amigo. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. This is Dag Prescott, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. Little queen. Man, you've been playing queen for me today. What? What's up with you, Angel? Like, well, I got I you the, the first one. Now, then Angel didn't know that I did it the first time he got you this time. Oh, you, you never have to apologize to me for playing queen. Sing. It's funny that he read my mind though, and he told me he's like, "Oh, I like playing the old songs." Just saying. Wow, have we been full of like levity and clarity? I want to clear something up because I do want to be careful because I have been railing on him, and we know that. But. Let's also take a couple of things into consideration, and please do not misunderstand when I say this. I don't want that job. I wouldn't want that job. I don't know why he signed up for that job. I don't understand why he put himself in this situation. Because he likes power. He was doing fine not being president. He likes power. He's totally loaded. Everything was fine. He I said don't, it 20 years ago, and he's something really that he it. wanted to conquer. I don't, he didn't conquer crap. Like I, I don't understand. I understand he didn't conquer. My name is Donald J. John. My name is Donald J. Miliang, and I have just as much money minus one penny one, le- one less cent than he has. But I have the money he has. 
Do you understand? I don't know what would be the need to go be president. Like go buy shroot farms and go, you know, go cultivate beets or something. I don't know. If you're bored, find a hobby. Like, it's just weird. But in it all, I want to remind everyone that's listening, all four of you, it's still America, and there still has to be a respect given to the President of the United States. He has lost his mind. So you don't need to respect him, respect that office, and understand that in respecting that office, exercising the 25th Amendment is the perfect solution. Because obviously I think if he had an election, Mike Pence wouldn't win. But in the way the Constitution is written and based on the situation, these are safety nets for things like this. And I don't care what Trump guarantees in a peaceful transition. Uh, I believe you need to find a way to ask him. It's the guy who gives the two weeks notice. Remember having the two weeks notice conversation the other day, Frank? Yeah. This is incredible. Ever since we changed the format of this show, we seem to end up talking about something that comes up. It's imperative to give two weeks notice before you leave a job. There are industries that it's impossible to do so. I did it once. I was told I would live to regret it. I didn't live one minute to regret it. It worked out perfect in my strategy. But in theory, I've always given two weeks notice. It's the right thing to do. In this situation, it's two weeks prior. And he's leaving. It's time to go. Well, let me just finish out my two weeks. You know what, man? Got security. Here's your little box. Put all your stuff in there. Put your pencil holder. Get all your stuff. Let me get your keys. We've already disabled your email. And, oh, security, that's not a... Yeah, we got to do it. It's a formality. But we need to do it. And you go on your merry way. And you go on living la vida loca. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Go. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There's a bunch of cabinet members that are seriously considering this. Which would mean if they, I think it needs two-thirds of the votes, it kick his ass out of there. I wonder how Vegas will pay that prop bet, Frank. Hey, will, it will be officially he did not complete the four years. Yep, I guess so. <laughs> By a week. That's a bad beat. <laughs> That's a bad beat, man. That's a bad beat, bro. I'm wondering if anybody has the, the stones, I was going to say the wrong word, <laughs> to do that. The testicular fortitude. <laughs> That's a legal word. They use that in wrestling all the time. So Lindsey Graham is the grade A number one hypocrite I've ever seen. He was, a, he was the champion of this is a fake election. And now he's mocking the false claims. Do you see what I mean? Why do we do this? Bianca says it's troubling that Trump still can't accept the fact that he lost. And I told you that off air, I think one one breaker been getting in the show. Like, it's crazy. You still see the caravan of cars with all the Trump flags and they're holding up traffic and they're slowing down and they're taking and they're just doing them. And it's like, all right, the election's over. Like, it's time to move on, bro. Carry on. 
they just don't get the hint. He doesn't get the hint. They don't get the hint. It's a collective unit. So American people do what now? Because I'm obviously a Mr. Breath of fresh air and the sunshine is beautiful. I need my youth to tell me what it is that I need to do to get past this because, like, I'm troubled. I want to firmly believe that this will get resolved, but I'm not down with the blind faith right now. Like, I, I, I want to hope that Americans understand this, go with it, and are necessarily in place to shift the axis, to pivot, if you will, and go in another direction. Pivot! So weird. Right. Well, Frank, did anybody play sports yesterday? I heard the Heat lost. Why you got to bring up bad stuff, bro? I heard, the, I, I heard the Heat lost. Again, why do you continue to bring up bad stuff? It was against the Celtics, all teams. Yeah, it's early in the season. I'm not paying attention to it, though. We have, like, the worst offense in the league right now. It's just, yeah, it's Spo, it's Spo needs some time. You know how it always is. So, Spo always you know, takes some time to get that team developed. You like to try to catch me at Palante. So... No, this time I call you Dalante Patra. I'm gonna have to ask you some serious questions. What is the Miami Heat's record? Uh, like three and four. Okay. The reason I ask you is I didn't know they even played seven games. Yeah, I believe that's what it is. You realize how disconnected I am from that? Uh, well, you did say that you were gonna go on a strike against the NBA. Against the NBA, he said Le Posi La Cruz is what you told me. So They're three and four now. Okay. So you heard me talk about watching college basketball the other day. Yes. I sat through the entire Carolina-Miami game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch more college hoops, too. I'm, 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 you're on your own on that one, man. It's tough for me to watch college hoops. Why is that? Because... Because um, I just... It's a lot of talent that doesn't necessarily make it to the NBA, and I feel like college basketball is a lot different than college football on that one because you kind of see more of the impact in the college football than you do in the NBA. In the NBA, you don't hear about a name, and then all of a sudden, a week before the tournament or during the tournament, now they're like the number two prospect. And I, I think it's very random, if anything you ask me. Like, I feel like a player can get a hot hand, and then they kind of have the stats to back it up, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're NBA ready. When you don't hear about them the entire that's season. The, that's the scout's problem. I think since I was exposed to another side of that game, it, it's, it's dawned on me that I watch it differently. And one of the reasons I don't have that problem with college basketball, Frank, quite frankly, no pun intended, is because of the strategy of the game. So I enjoy watching the game within the game. I can honestly tell you that I have seen more regular season Division One NCAA women's basketball games this year than I have NBA games. It's crazy. Shout out to my girl, Martika Franco. There you go. Hey, we love you, Martika. They played yesterday. Uh, doing good work over at Flagler. I got an opportunity to work out with her over the holidays, and it was cool to see her. What do I call her, Frank? My favorite point guard. Your favorite point guard. And shout out to Isad Solano getting started uh, uh, on the new season. I heard from him yesterday. He told me to say hello to you, Frank. Hello, Isad. Was that your favorite uh, small forward? That's probably just my favorite basketball player. <laughs> Period. I love that kid. It's just odd, right? 
You can you can change the way you watch a game or something. So, do you believe me when I tell you that I'm I want to dive into hockey? You gotta help me with. This. I can't wait, man. And I got some hockey insiders we can have on the show. We obviously we it have Alex Dono. Just let have, me know. Let me know when it is. Don't ask me permission. We're gonna have David Dwork on. He's a friend I, of the show. I want Dwork. He's a friend of ours, and he's yeah. been at the BBNT Center. Yeah, I said that right. The BBNT Center since uh, the beginning. Everything's been going on in practice. Dwork, I want. If Dwork's willing to come on for a few minutes every week, I we do like. You're the EP. I'm saying yes now. Good. Bianca says, we have to hope for the best and prepare for the worst. I don't know about that. I don't know how I can get worse than yesterday, though. Oh, it can get worse. When have we ever charged the Capitol building? We're talking about Never. the Capitol building. Through all the years of when this was the Wild West and all those years, never has happened. How can this get any worse? I can tell you why. It's the world we live in, man. You don't think it's the world we're in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It's the entitlement that everybody feels that they have, that they can make a change because they, if they don't like something, they open their mouth and they're f offended by it. <clears throat> That's what all that, remember all the little, all all those sensitivity issues that I always mention, that I, we're too sensitive, we're too sensitive, we're too sensitive. Yeah. It kind of bled. This is That's an avalanche, and this is what caused it. Like, this is the cause of it. This is sensitivity at its finest. Big baby syndrome. I can't win. I didn't win. Let's start a let's start a riot. Let's 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 start a tantrum. Stop my feet. Wah, 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 until I get my way. It's not the way the world works, man. It's the reason why we're children and you dealt with that and you were it was it was it was tolerated when you were a child. Because that's expected from you. We're, it's not expected from us anymore, especially somebody that's running the country. Let the madness and the music get to you. Life ain't so bad at all if you live it off the wall. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, it's getting a hit on the Troopers. Shout out to my boy Anthony. Shout out to Catherine Coach. Coach Julius in the house. Beautiful thing. Holiday! Hope everybody's doing good. We're doing this, this chase thing. This has been kind of nuts. It's been going on, and uh, while we're on the air and I have to sign off at some point, this has been relatively entertaining. This guy has driven against traffic. He was on a highway doing 90 miles an hour while traffic was flying by him in the opposite direction. This is, this is, I, I don't understand this. This is crazy. Look at this guy. I am praying, oh, this is not going to end good. So anyway, how do I... Can you imagine, Frank, if I continue and then we do the out, right? You start doing, I want you to play it loud enough where we'll be able to hear it once it starts. And that at some point during my out, um, yeah, we're going to have to lower the play-by-play. -play. Yep, there we go. 
So the chase continues. And uh, if you want to follow this chase on my live, it's on my live. I love you too, Chinito Lindo. Man, I got my godson on there. Shout out to Coach Roque. Shout out to our friend Nikki. What's up, Nikki? So this chase is absolutely nuts. And we've been having uh, Mr. Vices. What's going on, brother? They're capturing this live. And I've got to basically go to my sign-off. We're trying to postpone the sign-off as much as possible because we believe, as I have for the last eight minutes or so, that he's about yeah, he's, he's about to get caught. Shout-out for my sister. If I don't give my sister a shout-out, I'm going to have a problem. I'm going to get my ass in trouble if I do that. Love you, sis. The rock star. So, again... It, Please be safe. Look at this. This is nuts. No, man. This is crazy. Oh! So you're getting play-by-play. -play. Enough is enough with the play-by-play, -play, Frank. It's ruining the radio experience. It's ruining the radio experience. Go on my live on, on Instagram. Or go on Local 10 better so you don't, I don't get in trouble. It, this is crazy. So there's a chase going on on the... What are they on now? Is that the Palmetto, Frank? Oh, this guy's probably doing like 110 miles an hour now. They've been chasing him forever and a day. We're praying that nothing bad happens, and that was definitely a close call. Um, but we're going to have to say goodbye to the show, man. Hopefully it's loud enough for our people. There it is. Shout out to the greatest shooter I ever coached. I didn't coach a lot of shooters because I didn't coach a lot. But What's up, Reese? That's my man. I already gave a shout out to the greatest high school basketball coach I've ever known, aside from Shaky and Tuna. Shout out to Roke again. Always give you Roke, man. I miss all y'all. My live is live because, well, things that happened in Miami is crazy, but things that happen around the country, like yesterday, can be worrisome. But I always have this promise for a brighter day, and uh, I'm not gonna forget the images of last night and. Yesterday and what went down in the Capitol, but what's the old thing? Sometimes you got to get down and dirty to get stuff done. Yesterday was the down and dirty, and starting today should be the getting the stuff done. So, no need to be long-winded. We got some work to do as a country, and I think it's time to really take one step back. And 331 million of you. Should have a really good time around this one bonfire. And the best way to air out all your grievances is take your grievance and toss it into the bonfire. But everybody sit around as one. We got to get through this somehow. The separation not going to work. Let's talk sports again. And Frank, chances are this guy's going to crash before the end of my out. But I'll continue with my out. Just got to have the faith that things will get better. Yesterday was ugly, but we understand that it can't be that way. So be different. Who was it that uh, Trump's wife said, be best? You're right, Frank. This guy might be the best driver I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm a little worried, though, because it looks like he's uh, pretty close to my house. No joke. Anyway. I gotta say goodbye to a bunch of you. If you wanna see what I'm watching, just stay on the live. 
with me here. This this should be fun. All kidding aside, don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Worry about what you can control. You know what you can't control? How you treat the people around you. And maybe you were reluctant to listen two or three days ago because there was a division. Remember that bonfire I was talking about? I'll be there. You guys want to join me? It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, one quick warning before you get there. You bring your own beverages. We don't drink alcohol around these things. We don't want any fights. Everyone's welcome. You got to bring your own chair. Okay? You got to bring your own mindset. You got to bring your own ideas. You got to bring love in your heart. But do me a favor. Whatever you do, keep your shirt on. We don't want any problems. You know what I'm saying? I promise. I, I'll keep For this one, I'll keep my shirt on. Let's all be on the same page. Let's all take care of business. Let's all be Americans. See you tomorrow, guys. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.